All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. 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 This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex Headless. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous! I'm very, very dangerous! And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome. Back to another fantastic, exciting, exhilarating, informative, intelligent, well-explained, semi-entertaining episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau pod- po- podcast. Wow, here we go. Podcast. <laughs> I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hit List, here are my co-host, Live and Direct, with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFAs? What's, I'm already starting off. BFAs. Are y'all chilling? Are y'all ready? A little uncomfortable. Yeah, a little uncomfortable. Um, anyways, party people, once again, thank you very much for tuning in to the show. As always, we really do greatly appreciate your support for us and our podcast. Uh, also, shout out to Progress, to our good friend Angel the Skunk. Angel Hugs. SK. Hugs. A uh, bunch of names for that, guy, for that guy. Mucho abrazos for you, me brother. Sí, hermano. Hermano. Uh, yeah, to, to, to Angel for making that music. Progress was a great job with that. And uh, Angel, who now prints our T-shirts for us and our uh, hoodies and stuff, which we really do appreciate. And uh, we're once again, as always, remember, you could always follow us on Instagram at BFB Podcast, which is now also our Twitter handle at BFB Podcast. Follow us on both on Twitter or Instagram at BFB Podcast. So uh, a lot of, you know, we, we got a lot planned for the fantasy football season that's coming up. Yes, 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 yes. A lot planned with some uh, more well-known people co- joining on board to uh, do a couple of shows here and there. And uh, it's it's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. We have a lot, a lot planned, uh, not a lot more to be prepared for and just more, uh, you know, to be better for, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I'm, I'm so glad you agree with me on that. Yeah, no, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to what's ahead of us and, you know, all we're trying to do is just grow, get bigger, be much more entertaining and informative, right? That's the same things my wife wants for me. All of those across the board. <laughs> she wants the same things for me all across the board. <laughs> anyway, take it how you want it, any way you want. Yeah, but that's the same things my wife wants for me. <laughs> However you want to slice it, that's what it is. Um, and we, I remember once again that we do have our own equipment now here at the, uh, our own studios. Uh, I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Once again, nothing wrong with Gotham Podcast Studios. You know, we were a part of Gotham Podcast Studios. Once again, if you do want to record your own podcast and you want to go to Gotham Podcast Studios, by all means, please go. It's a great place to record your podcast and start off just like we did. We just ended up buying our own equipment. Now we do things on our own times and yes. the way we want. So, uh, and it's cool. Now that we're getting used to the soundboard a little more, we got this fantastic soundboard that we have. And uh, so now we're getting used to that a little bit more. Yeah. Like check this out, like stuff like this. Now we could add like our own sounds. And I get to control it at all times. Like, like, oh wait a second, I don't have the. the, the <laughs> I didn't have the volume up. Let's do this again, like this one right here. 
You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. No, don't, don't say that to me. I'm going to use that Who a lot. That? I'm going to use that a lot now. And you, you say something crazy to me, Marchetti? Like, you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. That, that's pretty unfair because I don't have. shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Uh, I don't have the launch pad. You do. <laughs> yeah, Simon controlled the board. Um, What was I going to say was, uh, do, you, do you know what movie that's from? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. No. <laughs> Odd, you reached over and hit it when I was doing Yeah. It. You know what that movie that's from? No. One more time. Seriously, give one guess. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. It's a comedy. Nah, come on, man. I'm bad at this. I'm so bad at this. That was from Wedding, wedding Crashes. Uh, no. Remember in the beginning? I, I was when, so off. But you don't remember the beginning when they were like uh, the, the first divorce they were going over? He's like, and then you, I know, and I get it with you. You want some Latin man hugging you, wanting you, needing you, grabbing you, taking you, making you feel dangerous, also someone some kind of safe. No, making you feel safe, loving you, grabbing you, sweating all over you. Yeah. What about this one? Do you know where this is from? <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. That sounds like st Stifler. Uh, it's Jim Carrey. Oh, it's Jim Carrey. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a couple of these added. That's a here. classic. What about okay. this one? This one. Are you going to bark all day, little doggy? Or are you going to bite? That one you got to get. I'm going to bite. Uh, no. I'm bad. I'm bad at this. Day, little doggy. Little doggy. Or are you going to bite? You, gonna you bite? really don't know what movie that's from? That's no. a classic Tarantino movie. No, uh, what Reservoir Dogs? Yeah, guess. All right. Yeah, when when they when they're screaming at Mister White. Okay. You know, and that's what he, that's what he tells Harvey uh, Harvey Keitel because he was pissed off at him for shooting at the cops when it's him and Steve Buscemi inside the warehouse and Tim and that what's his name? Not Tim Robbins. I mean, excuse me, ah, whatever. The, I forgot his actor name, but what about this one? Last one. Last one. Don't get too cocky, my boy. No, I'm drawing <laughs> blanks. I'm bad at this. It's well, there was more to just it. Like, don't, don't, don't don't get Let too cocky, go. my boy. No matter how good you are, no. uh, Devil's Advocate, Al Pacino, when he tells uh, Keanu Reeves, you have a thing with this. You know, I'm like, I'm, hey, I'm fantastic with this stuff. Yes, I love movies. I'm not not me. I'm, you I'm, shut your mouth when you're talking to me. I'm usually like spacing out, thinking about <laughs> you know the black hole. But you watch a lot Pluto's. of your movies. Yeah, but it, it doesn't record in my brain. Like your brain works differently than mine. You know, so it just, yeah. You know, you're you're good at memorizing all these stuff, even even if you watch it once. You know, yeah. Not me. I had to, there's some movies I watch a bunch of times and I still don't remember like the lines, you know, line by you know word by word at all. Line by. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I disappointed you and everyone that listened is like, oh my god, this guy's dumb. <laughs> man. You are one pathetic loser. Yeah. <laughs> loser. <laughs> loser. I actually, that, but that wasn't the soundbite that I wanted that in. I ended in the wrong, there's another loser one that I have, but it's uh, from Big Lebowski. You seen that movie? No. Yeah. Like once or twice. Yes. Yeah. I you're like, oh, like, look at this. You're near some loser that you could just, you know, do whatever you want to. And he was like talking about, ah, oh, it's such a good movie. No, that's, that is a good movie. The dude abides. That is a good one. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. All right, that's getting old all now. Right, all right, right, dragging this out to us. Uh, anyways. You, you bully. Uh, so, you know what's exciting about me that's going on also um, for me personally? What? Is now I uh, joined the basketball league, you know. Zog Sports. Zog Sports, you know, now that they're New Jersey. Them. Yeah, but that's I needed an orange color with double XL. Not double XL, XL. I need an XL one for me. XL, not double XL. Nah. I'm not. Well, I needed a double XL, but not for me, for another guy on my team. They gave me 11 uh, shirts. Only one of them was XL. They gave you 11 shirts? Yeah. 
One was one XL. XL. One XL. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not like I'm. I'm a. I'm like a big guy, but I'm not like a super tall. Like I mean, I'm broad shouldered. You know, like yeah. You know I mean, I'm did, not. Did you cut the sleeves off? Yeah, of course I cut the sleeves off. Was it tight? No, I just hate playing just, basketball on sleeves. All right, I hate playing with sleeves. All right, it's more comfortable. Even my Under Armour shirt I have under it. Has so no did sleeve. you did you do it how LeBron James did a couple of years ago? Remember when he had the sleeve jerseys and then he just like kind of ripped it? No, I I I, I cut it. With you remember scissors. that? No. No, all right. I just cut it with the scissors. But anyways, but yeah, so like, any, but one of my boys, you know, my boy Eric Johnson, he's like six foot five. Shout out to the six foot five, Eric Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, like, there's other guys on my team that are way taller than me because, like, I and I'll usually play center on my team, but I'm not the tallest. I'm only six feet tall, but still. But you know, you can box people out though. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm also 255 pounds. I have no problem pushing people around. Um, but I'm excited about little Charles Barkley over here. Yeah, basically that's what it's like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I I feel I'm more like an Elton Brand type player. I got or Carlos Boozer type. I got a good mid range shot. You know. Yeah, you do have. A I, I relate myself more with like Elton Brand, Carlos Boozer, but I got a decent. I got a better outside shot, like way outside from the elbow. Yeah, I got a good shot from the elbow, but I also got a pretty good three point shot. All right, you know, I feel so. But it's my been, game, my game is definitely more like Boozerish, Elton Brandish. It's been a long time since we played. We used to play back in the days. Yeah. It's been a long time. Remember when Andy was on our team for one league, and then he asks, "Wait, so how many fouls do we get?" <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. the first question he yeah. asked. Yeah, he's, he he gets fouled out a lot of times. Oh man, um, but the thing is, so I bought a new, so I need a new pair of basketball sneakers, right? Because I have this pair that's lasted me for over a year, for like about like two years now, I would say, which they never do. But I just haven't played basketball like that for a while. But I bought a new pair offline, which I don't do. What did you buy? I bought the Stephen Curry's, the three zeros. I know you don't know what they are. I don't know anything about sneakers either. I'm not a sneaker head at all. But uh, how do they feel? They they're very comfortable. They're very comfortable. The thing is with me, with there's this, there's a few things with me when it comes to basketball sneakers. What is it? One, I'm very picky on my basketball sneakers because one, I can't have them having too many flashy colors. You know what I mean? Like I can't have them being extremely like immature-ish in a sense, I guess you want to say. Like, I can't have a sneaker that's, like, purple and gold or, like, gold and red. You know what I mean? Like, like bright yellows and bright so purples. So you, can you can't have the Lakers color, okay. Yeah, right. but I can't have anything, like, like you know, like anything, too many bright, bright colors. You know what I mean? Why? Do you like wearing these sneakers? I'm besides? old school. Well, yeah, okay. I wear them outside, but also, because you know what it is? When I'm on the court, I don't want to be there for my sense of fashion. I want to be there because of my skill. You know what I mean? Like, I can't stand it when I play people who purposely match like their headbands with their armbands and like their V-necks. You know, <laughs> what you should do is get like a shoelace that's blue and just tie it around like the collar of the sneaker. You know, make it blue collar, you know? Blue collared. Yeah, you're a blue collared, uh, you know, basketball player. You just came here to play. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the biggest thing with me, the biggest thing is, especially now that nowadays a lot of these sneakers are more mid and low cut sneakers. I need high top sneakers. High tops for real? Because I have extremely bad ankles. I sprained my right ankle about nineteen times, and my right one twenty five times, and this is not an exaggeration. That means there's, they're they're weak. They're extremely weak ankles. You need to work them out. I no, they're just broken. I've torn my ligaments and I've broken them. I needed surgery when I was eighteen and never got it. Which don't get me wrong, it's a common thing for you know having a lot of, but you know I I just always constantly I'm spraining my ankles and I'm hurting myself constantly. I need a lot of ankle support in my sneaker. So the sneakers feel comfortable. They, they look good, too. I like how they look. They're not too flashy. You know, they look solid. But that's the thing. I don't like too much flash. You know, I used to be part of this Under Armour box. They send you a box every month of a new, like, set of clothes from Under Armour. It's supposed to be, like, an outfit, like, different things. Okay. And you only pay for what you keep. 
So if they send you the whole box, you don't like it, you send it back. If you like everything they sent you, you get 20% off the entire box. Uh, it's, pretty, it's dope. That's I, pretty cool. No, it's actually really cool. I actually recommend anybody, if you want to check it out, go to Armor Box. You know, obviously we're not sponsored by them or anything, but go out, check out Under Armor Box, the Armor Box. And um, if you want to get new workout gear, you tell them, like, I don't play soccer, so they're never going to send me cleats. Goal! Yes, that. I don't play soccer. I don't go hiking, so they're not going to send me boots. You know what I mean? They're not going to send me, like, uh, jackets to go hiking in. You know, so they said specifically what you do, what you want to do, and you literally only pay for what you keep. So the thing is, um, these sneakers, though, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to keep them. I'm nervous. But now it's in my head. If I step on the court with those sneakers, I'm going to sprain my ankle. Hmm. Nervous about that. You're nervous? Yeah. So, uh, but you the should, point you of the under armor tape bo- them up, tape up your ankles. Nah, I, I, I'm just going to send them back. All right. No, I have, I have a wrap. I have a wrap for my ankles. But still, I just don't feel the support on the sneaker on it. And uh, what I was saying about the Under Armour box, sometimes they, they send me like a white shirt, like like a gold, um, like a flashy metallic gold print on them. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, it's too much. And I couldn't too much. Wear yeah, it's too much for me. What sneakers do you like right now as far as basketball? I have, I have no idea. The ones I bought, I'm surprised I bought them in an outlet. The ones I'm wearing right now, they're like running sneakers, 20 bucks at the factory. Yeah, Nike but, factory. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. But, yeah. you know, I need a little bit more function out of my sneakers when I play basketball. Anyways, get into it. Uh, we're kind of rambling on over here. Now we could do with the rambling can. Once again, reminding you people, don't forget the rambling can is coming. Check it out. Be aware of it. Look out for the rambling can that's coming out. Are you excited about that, Marchetti? What are you doing? Yes. Your eyes are closed. Yes, I am. I'm very excited. Your like, eyes are closed excited. the whole entire time for I'm, that. No, I, you were just my eyes like, were closed because I'm just yes. envisioning. I'm like, wow, that's going to be so epic, epic, funny. And, you know, it just taking me there. Like, you know, I'm just like, just mesmerized by the dream that I just had. My Andy little daydream. That said, my daydream yeah. Andy said he's waiting for the contract. That he wants to make sure he reads the fine print on it. Oh, he. All right. Okay. <laughs> you know, he's going to get his lawyer involved somehow. Yeah. Uh, is, is, do you have the fact machine? It's going through. Don't worry about it. <laughs> make sure you read it, right? <laughs> Uh, anyways, party people, let's get right into it. Uh, talk a little bit about now our new last place person in the fantasy baseball league is our great Alex Marchetti. Yeah, I'm still lost. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I I just like looked at it. I'm like, uh, I don't understand. I'm in last place. I don't know what's going on. Who should I add? Who should I drop? Uh... You're you're looking okay. You're in fourth place. I'm I'm making my switches. I'm I'm, I'm keeping up my lineup every day. And then I don't know where I hate FBB, Andy, and Juan. They're I'm actually currently in second ninth place. place. You're in second place right now. Yeah, Are I'm you in, sure? I'm in second place. Yeah, I'm in second place right now. What? There's like rotisserie stats, and then there's season stats. I'm so low. I'm in last place. I'm like dead last in everything. Nah, I'm I'm in I'm in second place. You're oh yeah you wait no yes I am. I see I see rank four. Dude, it says right here, second out of ten. Showing you. I'm gonna screenshot this and put this on our Yes, back. please do. <laughs> you see, it's, I, it's so confusing that I can't even read the standings. Look, look at that. Uh I just gotta I don't know. Anyone wants to help me, hit me up on my Twitter. <laughs> We're supposed to be helping Marchetti. them. Uh well the baseball I'm new, you know, so I gotta humble myself here. Next hey, listen. It's a grind. It's going to take me a while. I said that last week. It's going to be a learning curve. Um, and, you know, don't worry about it. I'm going to be a late bloomer on this, but watch. I'm going to be in the playoffs. I am going to be in the playoffs. I am very confident. 
You're, and by and by then, I'm telling you, all you guys, who to add, who to drop. Your your who screen name be your waiver pickup. Your screen name. Your screen name used to be Mr. Baseball. So you should be good at this. My nickname was Mr. Baseball. Back in the club scene, everybody knew me as Mr. Baseball. Qism. I played baseball, high school baseball, traveling, you know, traveling team and all that. Yes. I should know this. Man. And you know this, man. You shut your mouth uh, when you're talking Anyway. <laughs> you shut up. You damn computer shut up. That's why you got a divorce, okay? Go kick rocks. Crack cakes, how can you not have a good time eating crack cakes? I love them. <laughs> are you getting a hang of this though? The baseball? Or are you like Um I, I am to an extent. I mean I'm I'm getting a hang of it to see like who's doing good or and you who's just got doing lucky. Uh, what I am doing though is I am constantly wrote I am moving in and out my players though. I don't think I did that for today, but I am for the most part uh moving my players in and out as they should be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, today I didn't get to do it. But I have been moving my players who are not playing uh, you know. Well, the the tough part is like you know, like in basketball, for the most part, players play right, uh-huh. and in baseball, it's all about matchup. Yeah, it is for hitters especially. Yeah, so especially. it's you know you set up your your lineups for the week. Or in football, for, it's a lot about matchup too. Yeah, but you know that's matchups. It's it's not as volatile because over here you could just have players and you could start them, but then next thing you know they they're not starting right. right they're right. on the bench, but. Right now, where I'm confused at is, like, should I drop up the player just to add someone to start? Like, what is, what? where's the value of, of or where's, there not, there's not the value where I, I'm able, you know, like, I'm able to just drop them. Like, I don't have to worry about keeping them in my roster. Like, maybe I should, this person is droppable. That's why I need to know, what is the value of a player that I should keep in my roster and, not keeping my roster. That's what I need to gauge. So th- that's what's taking me a while. Because I'm a, maybe I'm holding on players, and they're droppable, especially in a ten team league. Maybe I'm just like you know overvaluing the players that I have. Let's let's call people's up. <laughs> no, not right now. Uh, oh, I was gonna call no, him right now. No, not right. I was now. like, yo, people's. Uh, Only if you call him, he's gotta be on the show. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm like, I'm in a serious dilemma right here. Um, I'm in last place, and I drafted a couple <laughs> of players that you told me to draft. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> uh, but, you know. Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> yes, as of now, I'm a loser. So, yes, yes. <laughs> you, you just keep on picking on me. Go ahead. Just, you, you little bully. Let's go into something we do know more about. Let's talk a little bit more about football. All right, that, so that was baseball talk. So that was baseball go, talk. That was, yeah, that was fantasy baseball talk. We got to do better with our fantasy baseball talk, especially with during this uh, this start this time of the season. But let's go more into the football talk. And what's going to be great is that I remember I remember a lot of these things I promised last year. I don't want to go so I say promise, but I I said I was going to do and I didn't do and I couldn't do. It was very difficult for me last year uh, when we when we started this podcast. Um, there, was, there was a lot for me to do and a lot for me to handle, especially on the technical side of things. So. Um, but I know now, like, you know, I know you, you're more like you, you know, a lot about editing and stuff like that. So you could help me a lot of this stuff. So one video videos, I am going to be posting up soon and I'm going to probably do it once a week for the, for the, for the podcast Yes, is every week. I'm going to see how we would do it. I'm right as of right now, I'm thinking once a week and I'm probably going to start in end of May or be in the middle of May about posting a different cool way of picking out your draft order. 
Because, you know, oh, yeah. you I always, that. You I always come that in last out. Year, I remember. Yeah, I always come out with some really cool ways to pick the draft orders. And I, I, I always come out with something that's very hard and difficult and it's very confusing for other people to follow. And, you know, it's just the way I am. It's just the nature of my thinking where you have to pick a whole bunch of teams and then you got to figure Wait, out. The thing is, it's a little different for Yeah, no, that that's one way I'm going to explain, too. But what's good about the way you do it is because it's a way because you have we have people out of state that are in the league. Yeah, that's that's the reason. So yeah, yeah, yeah we, we we'll expand on that further later on. But I always but thought that yeah, that's pretty cool. I always thought stuff. that draft day was always like, like something that should really be taken advantage of. Something that should remain into a big skeptical or something like a big big day that you're looking forward to. Like it's draft day and you get pumped and you have a really big event out of it. Yeah, no, and 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 you, I make a big event out of all my draft days. And then everyone that's participating in the league, that's like at least that one time that everyone could be together and you know just. Kick it with the boys I'll throw you, or girls. I'll throw you a freebie now. Throw, throw me a freebie. Like please, maybe you should do this with, with our league because okay. we do this with our state. Because one thing about w- one of the leagues that I run, not our BFB league, but one of the leagues that I do run. You run a lot of leagues. I run yeah. two, the BFB and the other one. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but I usually find out the draft date the day of. We do the draft the day of. that We find out the draft order, excuse me. Yeah. So, uh, which I always like it better like that. I mean, it, it makes me prep more. You understand what I'm saying? You figure out the draft day the day of? I figure out my draft pick the day of the draft. The draft pick the day of. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's something that we do too in my league. No, we find it out before. Oh, no, but before for prepping though. Right, but I say I feel like I prep more. Okay. If I don't know my my order, oh, I'm prepping gotcha, for every gotcha. pick. All right, I, I misunderstood. No, okay, no, yeah. I if I don't know I what pick now. I have, I'll prep more. Yeah, you know you're, I mean? you're you're trying to see how how you pick in the beginning, the right? End, exactly, the and then it makes me whatever. And then I, I feel like when I go into the draft day, I'm more prepared for a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Anyways, but a lot of people from my league they actually want to know ahead of time. So I said, all right, so you know what? This year we'll do it ahead of time. Then maybe next year we'll do it the day of. Like some people in my league don't care. Some people do like it the day of because of the games I come up with, and some people like it ahead of time. So it's kind of mixing between. So we'll, we'll we'll alternate it every year. Oh, that's good. So alternate. Yeah. You know, at least meet everyone halfway on that. Exactly. Yeah, that's so pretty cool. What I'm going to do this year is that I'm going to make the whole league, every uh, person in the league, take the Wonderling test, that football test. Yeah. And then the orders of the scores is going to be, uh, you know, how you're doing your league. The first, the person who gets first pick, is not necessarily the first overall. They just have the first option of where to pick. Yeah. That that I think is a lot better to do that. I like I like doing it that way because sometimes like maybe you like sometimes if I get the first pick, you know, I rather have the last pick. It's just you know depending on how you feel right. on, the, on the draft, you know. So I think it's the best because I always said a one really cool way to do it, and not everybody in my league plays poker, so I wouldn't do it this way. But one really cool way to do it is that if you let's say if you have you know like a ten team league or twelve team league, you get everybody in your league together for a poker game, right? Right, and then a poker tournament. And whoever wins the tournament gets their first choice of whatever they ha- of whatever you want. But see, like if you were in a poker tournament and you wanted the last pick, you would purposely lose just to get out of it. Yeah, right? of course. But to stop from doing that is that um, if you lose, if you're the first one to lose in the tournament, you automatically get whatever's left. You get the last pick that's left. You know what I mean? So that's why I, I always want to do that, like hold like a poker tournament and then... Uh, Whoever wins the whole tournament gets their first option of what to pick. Yeah, I like that. I, well, maybe I like it because I like poker, but it's been a while since I've played. But uh, yeah, I play sporadically here and there. 
Yeah. Not much often. But uh, anyways, to get it right into it and talk a little bit more about football, big news going on in football, the Antonio Brown talk, which, to be honest with you, I really don't think it should be that big of news. Because that's <clears throat> Antonio Brown was the reason it shouldn't be a big news. I mean, all right, he did something stupid. All right. No, I, you know what? You know, media likes to talk about yeah, negative stuff. Like, yeah, okay. of course. You know, and, so he did, and he did something dumb. He did something stupid. Yeah, it's, it's gossip. You know, like at the end of the day, <clears throat> media likes gossip, and they're gonna be talking. They're right. gonna see the Twitter, the Twitter feeds. Twitter, Twitter, and Twitter feeds. You know, and Antonio Brown tweeting his nonsense and indirects or directs, and you know, if anything, is just shedding a bad light on him. You know. Yeah. No, I I, I agree a hundred percent. It's just he's a. Uh, it's definitely made shedding a bad light on him. And it was it was it was extremely mature. It was extremely dumb. It just sounds like a hater for what he says. But the thing is this is that I'm not so much talking we both agree on what he said was dumb. Right? We both agreed that what Juju and Juju's kind of handling it, I guess, not so badly. I think he's handling it. I fine. thought he handled it good. It was like what did I do to deserve these shots? You but know, the all thing, I did is praise right. praise him. He was my brother and I rooted for him, et cetera. But the thing is what I what I'm talking about is a sense of so you know, I, I don't like that so many people are talking about that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, as like you said, it's news, it's gossip, and everybody likes to, like, you know... It's TMZ it. sport. That's what it is. But any, anything bad... But this is one reason <laughs> I honestly sport. don't even watch the news because everything's always something bad. You know, you, you, know, you know this comedian, Dimitri Martin? You ever heard of him? No. He's funny. You should hear him. But he said, like, the news should just be called... You know, not... It shouldn't be called the news. It should just be called what's wrong. Like, hey, it's 6 o'clock. Here's what's wrong. <laughs> and for the most messed up things around your neighborhood here's the local news it's like you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. true he said that like it should just be called what's wrong what's wrong yeah six o'clock here's what's wrong is what's wrong in new york yeah so this is what's wrong in sports right now everybody likes to talk about this kind of stuff negative stuff and you know what it is but and i guess that you need that also to fill in because remember this is the one time out of, is this wait no the driest time is july no, but the driest time is it? No, but wait, there's no, there's no Olympics and there's no World Cup, right? Exactly, World Cup was last year. Yeah. So, because that's what I'm saying, because every summer we only have baseball, right? But at least one summer we'll have the World Cup, and then the next summer we have just baseball. Then the next summer we have the Olympics. Olympics, and or, then the next summer you know, we, have, if, if you're a uh, soccer fan, then you have the, the Euro. Well, well, yeah, but I'm saying, but but in, in Copa gener- America, in yeah. general, and, uh, well, for most America, the summer is that we all you have is just baseball, which it's just sucks. It's, yeah, it's gonna suck. Like the only thing we're gonna be talking about for sure is uh, free agencies, in, in, for basketball especially. Who us? Oh yeah, yeah basketball well, free agencies in general sports. You know, but also uh, no, but during the summer, what we get to talk a lot about is setting up people for the drafts. Oh yeah, no, for sure, we're gonna be focused and we're gonna have but sports a lot wise of content for that. The only yes. thing we have to watch is just baseball. And, and then, but that's why they want to make a thing out. Of, and that's what I'm saying. The, the point what I brought up is not so much the actual bad talking in itself. It's the point that that is actual news. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That that is actually is what makes news is something as. Stupid and immature, as Antonio Brown said. Yeah, that content. So, whatever. Move on from that. And then people feed into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they feed into it. So, and then we, we both uh, disagree with what he did. But and then, is that going to affect his fantasy? Nope. No, not at all. No. But nope. People will say it will now, but it's really not. And then Shannon Sharp wants to make more news out of it. You know, when he said, too, he's like, it took you this long, Juju, to know how he was going to be? I'm like... Stop now! You you you're threading needles here. You look, yeah. you know, you're nitpicking for nitpicking, stuff. Nitpicking, but nah. that's that's their job, and that one day might be our job. Who knows? You know what I mean? I get it, but 
I mean, if that was my job, I'd keep it real. Like, this, I'll turn this, myself off. But that's why. I, but, but that's why I love <laughs> that too. Ends like, up being my job. Um, yeah, turn myself off. But that's what Peter Rosenberg says a lot of times too. Like what he says about on uh, on um, on the Michael K show. The Michael K show. And I, it's, it's, it's 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 it shouldn't be news. Like he says it like that. This shouldn't be news. This this stuff like this should not be news. And he says that every now and then. And I agree with him. Yeah. He's like it's a stupid story and it shouldn't be news. Yeah. Move on. What else? Moving on. Um, NBA playoffs starting. NBA playoffs for sure. Um, so congrats to, to the Knicks. Right? Is it official? Today's last place? It, yeah, it would be. Today's the last game, and they were like we're like three games behind. You know how many games back there are from first place? <laughs> Six fifty uh, nine. <laughs> no, no, forty three. Oh, okay, <laughs> fifty nine. That's pretty bad. <laughs> what did we win? Like fifteen games? Seventeen games. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> fifty nine. If it was out of an eighty two game season, if it was the Warriors of like three years ago, yeah. Well, yeah, it was seventeen out of an eighty two game season. I didn't think it was too far off. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> we got last place. So at least we got a lottery pick, right? We are going to at least get a, a top five pick. Yes, we're going to get at least a top five pick, and we have we share. I think I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's with the Suns and the Cavs, right? On the next two at last place. All right, let me see. I'm, I just had it up. Um, so Suns, yes, they're second and last, and Cavs and should be the Cavs. Crazy, right? Cavs are always there when LeBron leaves. When LeBron leaves, uh, third to last, and then you got the Bulls. No, but the third to last, but the same. With, oh yeah, with the Suns and the Cavs are the only other teams that uh, have fourteen percent chance, like we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you imagine if once again the Cavs get another first round pick after oh, LeBron man. leaves? I I don't know. I, it'll be a, very frustrating as a Nick. But their first round picks haven't worked fan. out too well for them for the most part. <laughs> Imagine it'll be Zion and he ends up being a bust. So did did you watch the you know March Madness Not the too college much, no. basketball? No? Not too much. No. Did you get to watch the final? No. You was coaching. I was. What, the final? No, the final. I wasn't watching. I just I just didn't watch. I was actually watching Killing Eve instead. It's been a pretty good show. I just got Hulu for the first time. Okay. Uh, Killing Eve, but no, but the the, the Saturday night that big. Uh, the, the Virginia win that that like crazy non double dribble call double dribble right that was crazy but I was DJing at that time so I saw the highlights after it's, but that was nuts that they didn't call that double dribble they didn't call it yeah and how clutch was he though to hit all those free throws though that was clutch for sure that's that was big time and that shots. was a foul no it was but you know the double dribble should should have been called yeah. Yeah. It would have been a totally different story. Yeah, but uh, hey, congratulations to uh, Virginia. Once again, it's the media great- adding that. They're making the drama, the media, just yeah. like with the Rams and then the Saints game. That's what the media is doing. Yeah, right. The, the referees yeah. and media. It's maybe all fixed. Who knows? Referees. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's a great story. You know, they got knocked off uh, by a 16 seed last year, and they, they came back to win it. Oh, that's it's a good story. Yeah. You know, I was rooting for Texas Tech, though, to win it. Okay. Yeah. But, My bracket's been messed up, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, who do you want as your first pick if the Knicks get the first pick? Zion. Zion? Zion, 100%. Right, cool. Zion, 100%. All right. All right. Cool, cool. Um, I, 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 listen. <laughs> Why? You think somebody else? No, I, I can't. I, whoever we pick, we pick, and we're just going to roll the dice. And I hope it's the correct pick. I mean, I like, I like, I like those guards, the other two top guards. But the thing is, I just really feel that with this, tr- one, we're, we're, it, it seems like all the now and all the news is going around. I forgot who said in the media. I don't know if you read it, uh, heard it earlier, a couple weeks, like a week ago, where they said the Kevin Durant thing seems to be a done deal, pretty much. Well, he's moving his office out here, so. 
Right. You know. Yeah, but it just it just looks like more than likely he's gonna come to the Knicks. And right let's now, see, right see. now. Let's okay. see. Right, no, no, let's see. But I'm saying, and if we get him, then it looks like more than likely we're also gonna get Kyrie Irving, right? Looks like more than likely. Yes. I I don't know. I, I just would rather get a wing player than a point guard. So I'd rather not draft I I wouldn't be mad if we drafted any of those point guards. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be mad if we uh if we even got Kyrie Irving, even though I already expressed how I don't want Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. But I'm not saying I hate the guys talent wise, but you know what I mean. But um, give me Kemba and Kevin Durant. I'm happy with that, and then we get Zion Zion Williamson. I'm good with that. The thing is with me, I I I like Dennis Smith Jr. a lot. I like him a lot, and he's a super young, talented point guard. So I just think that we're we're kind of set there with like the young future point guard for the Knicks. You understand what I'm saying? The potential is there with Dennis Smith. Yes, of course. Um, we shall see. Let's see how it pans out. It's going to be interesting off season for us. Um, who do you have winning the championship? Yeah, I would basketball. like to see a Bucks. The Bucks? Yeah, I'm a Greek freak fan. Um, I think uh, Houston has a shot. Yeah, of course they have I a think, shot. I think they have a shot. Uh, of course, uh, it will be very refreshing to see someone from the East win that hasn't been the Heat or the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, yeah, the Bucks, the Raptors, give me one of those teams. I'm, I'll be happy. and uh, not, not happy, but I'll be entertained, and I'm like, all right, at least, at least they won. If we don't get Zion, who would you rather us get? I, I guess R.J. Barrett. Because he could play the wing – yeah, R.J. Barrett. Uh, I like Ja Morant a lot, but um, to me, uh, Dennis Smith and Ja Morant would probably be and, but, the same type of players. But same you know? thing also, if we sign Kyrie, yeah, you know what I mean? If we sign Kyrie, I don't know. I, I don't know what the future looks like. I mean, we're, we're in a good spot. I just, I just we're, like... We're in a great spot, and let's see where it goes. I'd rather have Kawhi. Kawhi? Yeah, Kawhi is good. Yeah, but no, but they're definitely what you're saying about the Rockets, too. They definitely could have a shot. Uh, you know, I mean, with James Harden, with the way he's playing. Harden. Harden. MVP, for sure. But I hope we do get the first pick and we do get Zion. That'd be awesome. Uh, moving on also to our main topic of the day. Fantasy football-wise. Yes. We're going to talk. We mentioned this last week in the episode where we talked about... Uh, Sleepers, not sleepers, sorry, standard and PPR, right? We talked about players that are in standard and players that are in PPR. And at some drop and some rise, like I said, for example, Golden Tate. Golden Tate is a player that definitely rises in PPR, but he's lowered for us in standard leagues because of the fact that he catches a lot of passes but doesn't get a lot of touchdowns. Evan Ingram may be a player that rises in standard, but he's lowered in PPR because of the fact that we feel like he's going to get a lot of red zone targets, right? Yes. So, Marchetti, tell me about players that you like better or worse or whatever in standard and PPR. Where is there a difference for you in standard and PPR? Um, let's say a player that I would look into is, uh, let's look at uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill in PPR, is uh, he's ranked wide receiver number seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, in... In standard, he's uh, ranked number six. I feel like he does get a bump in standard because uh, because of the potential of him 
scoring more touchdowns, right? So yeah. in standard, that's what we got to weigh in more. Is like who is more touchdown, like who 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 is more likely to catch more touchdowns, but in in the course of the season than uh than a player in the PPR, right? So he moves up for you in standard. He he moves up because he doesn't need a lot of catches, right? He's not a volume uh, wide receiver. He's not one of those guys that you dink and dunk and give give them ten to fifteen targets. He's good enough with five targets and one of them possibly possibility being a, a, a touchdown, which especially with uh, Pat Mahomes' uh, arm, he he's you know more likely with that high power office he will be scoring touchdowns. So for me, he he definitely takes a tick up. Like I'll put him yeah over Antonio Brown for sure, Juju, Mike Evans, Ty, and I, I, maybe even Julio Jones. I know that's that's hard to say, but you know Julio Jones has been very uh, inconsistent as far as touchdowns are concerned. He uh, in the last couple of years, like three, four seasons. Uh, last season, you know, finally he got a couple of touchdowns, but you know he had a big drought for a while. You know, so I'll even consider getting Tyreek Hill like in a standard like over Julio Jones, which will make him maybe a wide receiver number four. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I definitely move Tariq Hill a lot up in um, in standard as well. I mean, because you look at it this way, as far as wide receiver goes, Tyreek Hill had the third. I just dropped my phone. Okay. Tyreek Hill has the third most touchdowns out of all the wide receivers last year. And not even that, but it's a significant, significant difference in targets for all, I mean, for receptions for all those top wide receivers. So, like, um, where was it? No, receptions. Like, yeah, so it's a, it's a big, big difference when it comes to receptions. Like, Tyreek Hill is actually 10th in receptions out of all the wide receivers. He's 10th in overall in that. So, it's like the other wide receivers who scored more points than him had those extra receptions to give them that more, more those points. So, Tyreek Hill definitely gets a bump up, you know, for that. Yeah, no, he was, yeah, number three last year uh, as far as touchdowns for a wide receiver. And, you know, right there you gave a great example. Of he was 10th in reception. And, you know, uh, as far as a uh, wide receiver for uh, standard, I think he ended up as a wide receiver one. For standard as wide receiver? Yeah. I can tell you, right? Yeah, he was wide receiver one yeah. for standard. So he ended up being a wide receiver one. And that, with t- being number 10 in receptions. So, you know, that's one guy I will definitely look in being. I put in wide receiver four. Maybe Odell, you could switch. You know, if you feel Odell is going to catch more touchdowns for the Browns over Tyreek Hill, then... I'll, you could take Odell Beckham there, but uh, Tyreek Hill, if you take him as your one, your top three wide receiver, yeah. See, now this is where you can look about a huge difference when it comes to wide receivers and when it comes to wide receivers in standard and in PPR. As you said, Tyreek Hill was the number one wide receiver last year in standard scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, in PPR scoring, Tyreek Hill was actually third. Third. But the first two, who are DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams in PPR, they were the first two. In standard, they were both three and four. Three and four. So they kind of just switched places with Tariq Hill there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, now, Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins also get an uptick for me in standard. They also do. For the simple fact that they're just like Tariq Hill. I mean, Tariq Hill had 12 touchdowns last year. Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins had 13 and 11 targets last year. I mean, sorry, touchdowns last year. Receiving touchdowns, right? Yeah. But this is the big difference is because of the targets is tremendously different from Antonio, from uh, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, and Tyreek Hill. So Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins, 
Devontae Adams had 111 targets. DeAndre Hopkins had 115 targets. Tyreek Hill had 137. Still a lot, but it's a big difference. You know, like they're in the mid-60s, mid-high 60s, 160s, and Hill is like in the high 30s. Which, 130s. It, which it's to me, it's a vote of confidence that he doesn't need a much as much touch, uh, targets in order to be Well, effective. they have so many other weapons, too, and yeah. Pat Mahomes is so much as it is. Like, you know, he had... You know, he had, the, he had the targets with Kareem Hunt. He has the targets with Travis Kelsey on that team. You know what I mean? So he's like the speedster type guy. But yeah, but that's even more uh, of, of, you know, you're, you're arguing for him because he doesn't need the targets. He's such an explosive player that any given pass could right. be a touchdown. Right. So that's why, to me, yeah, he's... I, I, I initially said, well, wide receiver four, but now you're convincing me to make him even a wide receiver three. Right, yeah, no, definitely could be standard. I, I, yeah, standard. No, I agree. He get he definitely gets an uptick in standard. Like you know, for those good reasons, like like Devonte Adams and Aaron, and um, I'm sorry, um, DeAndre Hopkins does. But another reason why Devonte Adams is the wide receiver number one. Now DeAndre Hopkins, if you take him as a wide receiver one in standard or PPR, that's hundred percent fine. There's that's not fine. big. There's not a huge difference between Hopkins and Adams. For me, they're wide receivers one and two, standard or PPR. Okay, but. In standard, I have Adams higher. And in standard, I have Adams actually pretty high. Like, I have him up there as probably, like, the fifth overall pick, fourth overall pick. I move him up way higher in standard. Even though you would think in PPR that, you know, you know they're catching a lot of passes wide receivers that takes away a lot of their points. I get it. But one thing is that you got to see about this. He had the most targets out of all wide receivers, the most targets in the red zone out of all wide receivers, Devontae Adams. No, and that and that's with uh, Aaron John, uh, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, Aaron. No, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron miss, Rogers, missing yeah. out uh, the last couple of games. Right. Yeah. You know he. Imagine with a healthy Aaron Rodgers, a good offensive team. Right. Right. You know, uh, I could definitely see Devontae Adams finishing as a wide receiver one, especially in standard. The difference between you know? Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins in targets in the red zone is six. He's had six more targets than him. But also the quarterback play, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than the Sean Watson. You know, I think Aaron Rodgers, even though he was the MVP last year, Pat Mahomes, still, I still, I still at the moment think Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Pat Mahomes. I guess you could argue it. I, I'm saying it because Pat Mahomes could have a terrible season. He could fall off the map, right? I doubt it. I strongly doubt it. I don't think a talent like that is going to fall off the map. But it is possible that, you know, his, he goes on a straight decline, right? Yeah. That he, or he gets hurt or whatever. The case. I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot of other factor. Like you said, like, Saquon Barkley is arguably the best running back in the game, but you still need more time, I feel, to get that title, right? Yeah. But see, see, so so guys like uh, so see, it's like so guys like uh, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, they move up above Alvin Kamara, and not for nothing, they even move up above Christian McCaffrey for me in um in standard mode. Oh, really? Yeah, they actually move up more in Christian McCaffrey for me than Christian McCaffrey actually takes a bit of a drop from me. Of course, he, to me, uh, he takes a big drop. The one that doesn't really take a big drop it will be definitely Saquon Barkley because uh, he's going to be a volume guy. Yeah, he's going to be a volume because the thing is with Saquon Barkley, which is which Christian McCaffrey also has, I just think Barkley's better at it, is that he, he finds a bit of a window, he'll exploit it. Like, he'll just run out and he'll exploit that window. You know what I mean? Yeah. They would, you know... I don't think anybody has faced more like stacked boxes than Saquon Barkley. 
last year. I could be wrong. I'm just saying. I think I heard something like that, that nobody faced, nobody's faced more stacked boxes than Saquon Barkley last year, and he still pulled off all those gigantic runs. You know, I'm not saying it's completely sustainable, but it's definitely something that he has the power to do. And Christian McCaffrey, I don't think, has that type of explosiveness that Saquon has. Not to say anything bad about Christian McCaffrey and take anything away from him. Just think Saquon's the better player. But the thing is also is that um, Christian McCaffrey also led all uh, running backs with targets. And uh, that that's a big part of his game is, is getting those targets is a really big part of his game, you know, and also getting those catches and running into the end zone. So yeah, he's uh Christian McCaffrey. He, he, he gets a lot of dinks and dunks, you know, that's, that's what I feel. He had 124 good. targets last year with 107 receptions, but Saquon also got a lot. He had 121 targets with 91 receptions. Oof. And, but Christian McCaffrey got more touchdowns. He got six. Who would you take, McCaffrey or uh, Saquon? Saquon. Standard. Saquon. 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 Right. Without. My man. See, that's a, that's the thing, too. Like, now, if you look at the rushing touchdowns, the rushing touchdowns, Christian McCaffrey, out of all the running backs last year, was 14th overall. Yeah. He had, he had seven. He was tied with guys like David Johnson, Adrian Peterson, Alex Collins. Those are who he was tied with. Now, I get it that Saquon Barkley, he had four catching touchdowns as opposed to Christian McCaffrey, six. But Saquon also had 11 rushing touchdowns. Mm. So that's a big difference there. Uh, so, yeah. So uh, Christian McCaffrey drops for me in standard. Uh, here's a good, uh, to me, a sleeper in standard. Uh, in PPR, he's not going to be taken for a while. He's probably considered a wide receiver 27, so somewhere in the sixth round. But this is someone I will take a good chance and will be a value pick if you get him in the sixth or fifth round. Or, you know, if you get him in the sixth round, he's definitely a valuable pick. And it's Tyler Lockett. Okay. Tyler Lockett. Especially, I think he's a sleeper in general. In, but to me, especially in standard. Right. You know, uh, if, if you look at his stats, right, uh, in, in standard, he ended up being the wide receiver 11. Yeah. You know, and if you look, he has he has gotten t- double digits touchdowns, ten, yeah, double digits touchdowns. Yeah. So he got ten touchdowns, and you know, with seventy with only seventy one targets, seventy one targets, he's going around the same picks with uh Tyler Boyd, a Calvin Ridley, uh, a Mike Williams. Who, if you look at Tyler Lockett, he has one hundred sixty five points. These guys have one hundred thirty seven points, one hundred forty points that they have accumulated for fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, in standard, this is someone mm-hmm. that I would definitely target in standard. Somebody that definitely, uh, cause I could see getting another double digit, uh, you know, season in touchdowns. Somebody that's going to be low, low volume, right? You know, but all you need from him is four or five targets. He's like a poor man, uh, Tyreek Hill for me. You know, so this is someone that Russell was, uh, Russell Wilson. I was, was going to say Russell Westbrook. Okay, but you're not the but, only one in the world that's done that. <laughs> Who's also an amazing player? Shout out to him with his triple double <laughs> of twenty twenty twenty, and you know he did it for Nipsey Hussle. That's uh, that's that was pretty great for him. Uh, but you know he has Russell Wilson, who you know he who is not afraid to sling the ball and give him that one shot. You know, he's good for like one reception, fifty yards, and sometimes a, a touchdown. And you know that's somebody that I feel is a sleeper. You know he he ended up in between Robert Woods, Stephon Diggs, Brandon Cooks. Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, you know, so, you know, I feel like him going in the sixth round. Yeah, I think he has more value in very standard. Very valuable he moves, in standard. He moves up more in standard. You know, PPR, I don't know, but in, in standards is somebody that I feel like 
he will be able to get you. Even if he doesn't get you 10 touchdowns, he might be able to get you eight touchdowns, which is pretty pretty realistic to me. Uh, any other uh, players? Yeah, no, I agree. About? And if you look, and if you look to like at uh, all the yards he had, he had um, 965 yards for 50 out of 57 receptions. That comes up to an average of 16.9 yards per reception. Yeah, no, he, that, that's why I, I felt like he's like a poor man, Tyreek Hill. Like, you yeah, know? yeah, no, that's a really good call there. I, I I definitely agree with that. I definitely get that. Uh, speaking of somebody else, also that I like better in standard now. There's a thing that I, I wanted to come up, and we're going to use this name. I will, hopefully it sticks, we'll say, because, you know, like, if you listen to the um, Fantasy Focused podcast, one on ESPN, they have a they have a ride or die. They have a fantasy ride or die where they have this one guy they pick, and they ride out with him. Like, that's their pick. That's their guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, like, the Fantasy Footballers podcast, they have a my guy. That's how they call it, the my guy. My guy. My guy. All right. Go ahead. Have fun. Keep going if you want. No. Okay. That's it. No, nope. you're talking to me. I bet it's <laughs> you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Okay, okay, uh, okay I'll shut up. <laughs> um, so here we're gonna say my man fifty grand. That's what we have here on this on this show. We're gonna say my man fifty grand, which is the guy we picked, right? And last year, this was my man fifty grand. It was Darius Geis originally. Darius Geis was gonna be my man fifty grand, but last year because Darius Geis got hurt, so it ended up being Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones was my man fifty grand last year, and I'm not gonna give him that plant my flag with him again this year or we got to find somebody else a little more down the line you know but he this he's somebody that i also like better in standard now of course when we look at difference in standard and ppr it's the main difference is the who catches the balls right the percent yeah. you know <laughs> now i'm not saying aaron jones i like a lot better this year i like him in general better this year overall and it's not so much just for the pass catching ability because he could be a pass catcher but it's not really so much that because he honestly, he only got 35 targets last year, right? It's not because Randall Cobb is gone because Randall Cobb, you know, he's getting kind of on a decline, all this and that. I mean, Randall Cobb only had 61 targets the entire year. He's been playing banged up though. He's yeah, been no, with injuries, a lot, a lot of, of reasons. Yes. Yeah, he's got injured, you know, and, and he's, but he's only averaged about four p- targets a game. Also, mind you, that two games last year, he's had double digit targets and it still comes out to an average of just about four. You know, that brought his average up. But, I'm not, it's not because, you know, Randall Cobb's gone, but it's because of his talent, because of what he is. Now, this guy last year, missing two games, he still averaged 5.5 yards per carry last year. This is, and inside the 20 yards in the red zone, he averages 4.9. So he still has that talent, no matter what position on the field you put him in, whether it's in the red zone, whether it's looking for like the long breakout, you know, he has that talent to do it all. So because he's so good at running the ball, and I know that they already said that they're going to split times with Jamal Williams. He's going to split the time with him. But because he's so good at running that football, I just really feel that in standard he's going to explode and in standard he's going to just like just jump out and that he's still going to be a huge value. I mean, he's going to be a value in PPR, but I raise him up in standard because he's, he's that guy that you love in standard that could run the ball and is going to get you a ton of touchdowns. And I feel like, you know, if Randall Co- if Devontae Adams is not getting the targets, then Aaron Jones is going to run the ball and one of those guys is going to run it in. Yeah, I like Aaron. If, if the Green Bay Packers uh, end up getting everything in motion and, you know, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers shows the Aaron Rodgers of old, uh, there's definitely going to be red zone opportunities for for a, a running back like that. And who's not going to love that, you know, because, uh, you know, if you have those opportunities and you have a great quarterback like uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, you know, that's a player that, you know, for sure I'll probably 
take a bite on and maybe catch, you know, try draft ahead, yeah. you know. And yeah, that's a good one. Well, of course, it doesn't hurt that you got to he gets to play the Lions twice, <laughs> the and they have twice. a terrible run defense. You know, yeah. I mean, it hurts that he has to play the Bears twice. The Bears are gonna be tough, and you know, and the Vikings. But yet, still, you know, that's why having Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback is because all he needs, you know, he, he's a great quarterback. All he needs is that one good uh, drive, and then you know he could just punch it in. You know, right. so the opportunity is right. there. If you had uh, uh, Eli Manning, it might be a little <laughs> bit different. You know, but I'm no, sorry. but, but I, no, I, I agree with you, but I'm saying, but like, I look, I look at also, uh, conferences also big on which team you're going to be playing twice. And I think when you, even though you play the bears and the Vikings twice, when you play the lions twice, it also kind of helps a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you got two very, very good matchups out of your, you know, your 15, six, 15 game week, you know, All or right. fantasy 15 game season, fantasy football. All right. Well, I have another player. So I've been looking at players that might be, uh, lower value in PPR and I could boost them up in standard. Let's do it the other way where a player that in standard is, is pretty low, but in PPR, they'll definitely get a jump. And to me, an uh, interesting player, especially this season is uh Julian Edelman. So he gets a, he definitely gets a big boost in uh PPR for me. Right. And in general, people are going to, uh, you know, in general, all, all experts are going to give him a big boost. But I feel like he's a player that is a sneaky pick in PPR, especially with no Rob Gronkowski, where the touchdown upside might be there for him. Right. Mr. Mr. Super Bowl MVP, Julian Edelman, for sure. Uh, he he played only 12 games last, last year due to uh, his suspension. And, you know, he finished around Jarvis Landry, Kenny Galladay, uh, right, right below Amari um, Cooper, and ahead of Emmanuel Sanders. And Emmanuel Sanders had a good season, you know. Um, wait, I'm looking at the – my bad, guys. I'm looking at the standard points. So let me take that back. But um, Did you just mess up the whole entire thing? Yeah, man. <laughs> Look at me, man. Th- throw a drop at me. Go ahead. Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> ah, you, you see, you set this up. You see, for this to happen, you set this up, bro. But besides the point, all right, let me just move on. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to look at the stats. Uh, here's a question to you. Right now, Julian, Julian Edelman is being selected as a wide receiver 16, right after Stephon Diggs and right before Brandon Cooks and Kenny Galladay. Uh, would you select Julian Edelman before a Stephon Diggs or Amari Cooper or a A.J. Green? In standard? In, in PPR. No, not, not Stephon Diggs. Not, not Stephon AJ, Diggs. Not AJ Green. Not AJ Green. Amari Cooper. Maybe AJ Green. Definitely not Amari Cooper. Maybe AJ Green. What about Brandon Cooks? No. No. And Kenny Galladay. Yes. Yes. So you you probably have him as a wide receiver seventeen then. Maybe Kenny Galladay and AJ Green right there is the borderline between all of them. I feel I feel he could. I I definitely pick him over AJ Green for sure. Stephon Diggs, ah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty. But you know what? Not Stephon Diggs. I, I, not, I, not and uh, not um. I, what else I, did you mention? I'll pick him. I'll pick him over Stephon Diggs. He's gonna be the wide receiver one. Nah, I wouldn't take Julian Edelman over Stephon. You're Diggs. not gonna take. No, nah. no. Nah. Oh, is that my phone? That was yeah. your phone, bro. That was my phone. Okay. Come on. The the Pistons are beating the Knicks. Oh, okay. And so we definitely solidified the the worst. 
the worst uh, record. But who else did you say? AJ Green. AJ you're, Green. You're on defense with, right? More than likely, though. Yes, I would take Julian Adam over there. Yeah. Uh, Keenan Allen. No. No, for sure, right? Uh, Amari Cooper. No. No. Stephon Diggs. No. No. So right now I have uh, you have Julian Edelman. What about Brandon Cooks? No. So and Kenny Galladay, that's your that's where you stop. So you have him and yeah, right now you have him as a wide Possibly. receiver. I do see the Lions playing a lot from behind though. That's the thing. All right. I I, I see Julian Edelman ending up as a wide receiver thirteen. Probably well, Kenny Galladay over, over AJ Green. Nah, I w- over I w- over uh, Stephon Diggs, of course, too. Over, over matchup wise though, like I'm saying, because this is PPR. No, I hear you, but conference wise, I would probably take Julian Edelman over Kenny Galladay, uh, yeah. because Kenny Galladay has got to go against some strong corners in the Vikings and the Bears. Oh my, oh my, yeah. So <laughs> I've used that um, before. I, I just love how I just messed up my stats with <laughs> Julian Edelman. All right, One well, player who gets a big drop for me in standard drop. It's a good song. Man. That's a good Far one. That, you should have that one. Drop. That'll, that'll, that'll be a good uh, boop. drop. Yeah, drop. A good drop. Drop. <laughs> Why do I need that when I have I, you? I sound like a chicken. You drop. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. So, anyways, um, uh, I love having control of this board. James White. James White gets a significant, significant drop in stand in standard format. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. But if you got to look at it too, reception-wise, James White last year had 123 receptions. He's at only 94 rushing attempts. 94. If you look at every other player that's up there in in uh in targets for for receiving targets as a running back, yeah. it's the top the top 5 are James White is number two, but number one is Christian McCaffrey. Number three is Saquon Barkley. Then Alvin Kamaria, 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 Alvin Kamara, <laughs> and Zeke Elliott. Those are the top five. Now, besides Zeke, all those running backs have over a hundred targets. Alvin Kamara has hundred and five. Alvin Kamara actually has the most in the red zone. Uh, also, with um, how many targets does he have in the red zone? With twenty-five. Twenty-five. Twenty-five targets in the red zone for Alvin Kamara. But James White does the thing. All those these rushing attempts that all these running backs have, besides Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara has almost 200. Every other one has more than a, than 200. Every other one of those mm. has more than 200 rushing attempts. James White doesn't even have 100 rushing attempts. He's specifically a pass catching back. If he's in the game, it's more than likely the pass is going to go for him as you know as the pass catching back. Now he get he does well. He gets seven touchdowns and he got five touchdowns even rushing. So he's had a total out of the year with twelve touchdowns. So he's still extremely draftable. But in standard, he's still he still you know uh, drops for me significantly because mainly his bulk of his points come from the catching the ball. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So he he drops for me in uh, standard leagues, but he still can get touchdowns. And who does know who's to say he's going to do it again next year or anything like that? Uh, anybody else you got? Um. What are your thoughts on Marlon Mack? I love Marlon Mack this year. Uh, he's I, close to being uh, my man 50 grand. Yeah. He's close I, to being my man 50 grand this year. Now that, that uh, the Colts didn't sign, which I thought Le'Veon Bell had a strong chance. would have been perfect for that. that I, I been, thought that would have been a, a Super Bowl contending team. If they got yeah. Uh, you, you get, there's a vote of confidence that Marlon Mack is going to be the, the bell cow there. Oh, you yeah, know, especially the first. I'm aiming but, for him in Dynasty. Yeah, that's somebody... Uh, I feel like in standard, uh, you could get a good value pick because right now he's going ahead of Leonard Fournette. 
which I feel like it might be a good value pick too for Fournette. Somebody that was going in the first round last year, he dropped all the way to the third round. You know, that's a good value pick. Um, but uh, Marlon Mack, you know, he's being selected ahead of Dalvin Cook and uh, Nick Chubb. You know, with Nick Chubb, with the possibility of him splitting with Kareem Hunt, you know, that's uh, that's something to concern. Maybe, it's, you know. Picking- but yeah, but that's not going to happen for a while, though. Yeah, but, you know, you got I, I like to look at uh, this, the whole the whole season as well, you know. Right, of course. Obviously, there's injuries, so maybe, uh, you know, things happen and, you know, you have some luck. Marley Mack was already shown to get hurt, you know. Yeah. Because so, Neon Hine for that team is the pass catching back for that team. And, you know, they have uh, the rookie, the what well, he's a second-year back as well. Um, Neon Hines? No, Neon Hines is one, and then the other one. Um, Jordan Wilkins? Jordan, Yeah, Jordan Wilkins. Yeah. So those those two uh, kind of split split the carries. And, Jordan uh, Wilkins? It's something like that. Anyways. Yeah, no, it's Jordan Wilkins. Yeah. But uh, Marlon Mack, I feel like he's going to get a lot of red zone opportunities. And, uh, you know, he sh- has shown since he got he has gotten healthy, he has gotten a lot of load, and he, he, he performed. You know, he performed, and uh, somebody like him, I, I could see I could see getting great value. He's going in the third round right now. Yeah, Marley Mack actually was better and, last – sorry, go on. And no, and I see him be ending up as a wide receiver – I mean, a running back uh, one, you know, top in, – in, in the I, top 12. I, I, I don't know about top 12, but I do see him doing really well. I mean, I love Marley Mack. I mean, he's he's close to being a man 50 grand for me. Um, But last year he actually did better in standard – then he well at least in ranking wise he got higher in the rankings than he did in PPR so standard wise he had 161 points PPR wise 178 points in PPR he was running back number 21 in standard he was running back 19 last year so I actually like him better in standard because uh, like I said Neam Hines is that pass catching back but Marlon Mack is the is the 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 running back that gets the touchdowns Neam Hines had a total of four touchdowns. Two are his only reception. Only two of those were receiving touchdowns. Only two. And that was in one game, if I'm not mistaken. That was in one game he got both those receiving touchdowns. Now, what I was saying, but target-wise, look, there's a huge difference between him and Marlon Mack. Target-wise, Neon Hines had 81 targets to Marlon Mack's 20, 26. 26. Exactly. Yeah. So Marlon Mack, to me, you know, he, he gets more of the attempts. He had a total of 10 touchdowns, nine of them rushing. And that offensive line that got beefed up with Quinn and Nelson last year, which I said if the Giants didn't take Saquon, I would have loved it if we got Quinn and Nelson because we need help on the offensive line. And look what he's doing now. Am I not right? Yes, yes. Absolutely. And, you know, I know he ended up as a uh, running back 19, but he only played 12 games. Right. So imagine if he played uh, a couple more games. Yeah. He could have probably cracked that RB, t- you know, RB1. I doubt that. But I hear, but I know what you're saying. I'm, it's not for, I, 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 I doubt it. But it's not it's it's not insane to say it. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Because look, he was averaging thirteen point four points. You know, so if you give him three games averaging those points, that'll put him in in the vicinity of of, of RB RB one. As far as points per game goes, what yeah, you're points. Yeah, if he would have played like three games, you know, it, according to his average. So, like I said, with, like I, I like his I average. Like yeah, he would have been running back number ten. Yeah, so I, I I like him. I like him. He he's a great value pick in standard for sure. It's, PPR, no, not so standard. Much. He was uh, as far as points per game though with thirteen point four. He was running back number ten, and in PPR, he was he was out of fourteen. Yeah, uh, that's not bad. No, it's not bad. That's not bad. It's just the touchdowns. Yeah, 
So yeah. uh, I, I like Marlon Mack a lot. That offensive line really got beefed up. And same with the same team. The last one I'm going to give real quick before we wrap this up. Um, Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron is somebody who goes up for me in standard. Now, Eric Ebron goes so up for me in standard. Honestly, I'd probably even take him over Zach Ertz. Not Travis Kelsey, but possibly over Zach Ertz. Ooh. I would think about it. I would definitely take him over George Kittle in standard. Yeah? Yeah. Over George Kittle? In standard, I would. Because of the touchdowns. Simply because of the touchdowns. Just because of the touchdowns. He was such a beast in touchdowns. He was getting you multiple touchdowns. But having an Andrew Luck, you know, it seems like they were clicking right away, you know. (laughs) And, uh, you know, who was the, the other tight end? We already forgot his name. (laughs) <laughs> Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle. Uh Eric Ebron will uh actually ties Devontae Adams for the for the for the second most touchdowns out of any position. For receiving, second most out of any position. Eric Ebron had 13. Antonio Brown had 15 touchdowns last year. He was the, he had the most receiving touchdowns out of any position. But Devontae Adams and Eric Ebron both had 13. That's how good he was. But this is the thing which I always say. Eric Ebron only had 66 receptions. That's it. It's his red zone targets. It's up there. You know, that's it. He had 66. When you were talking about Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett at 57. Yeah. Travis Kelsey at 103. So a lot. And, only, and with also with 10 receiving touchdowns. Eric Ebron having even had one rushing Touchdown last year. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he had a rushing touchdown. But what I'm saying is that the receptions, he's mainly a red zone guy. He's mainly going to be the red zone guy, and he's mainly going to get all those targets in the red zone for that team. And, yeah, so I I, I like him a lot. I, I, I move him up indefinitely. He had 12 red zone receptions. So, he's a touchdown guy. That's what he is. He's a touchdown guy. He's the epitome of a touchdown guy. So you're telling me you select him over George Kittle. Right now, George Kittle's ADP is uh, 3.8. In standard, I would. In standard. But because, because, of, because of George Kittle's ADP, I would let him go. Okay. Peep, I'm going gotcha. to rank Eric Ebron above George Kittle, maybe Zach Ertz. Maybe, but he is not falling anything less than three Eric Ebron in standard for me with tight end rankings. All right. And Travis then, Kelsey's still number one. So and then and then Eric Ebron would be some you know, would be two or three for me. He he's a guy that you'll pick up in the fourth round, I, I believe, right? Yeah, I mean you'll see around how it goes around, but more or less probably fourth round, fifth round, something like that. I yeah, think I think, right I think he'll fifth. Right, right now he's uh, he's the f- first pick in the fifth round. That's what he's averaging. Well, right what would now. you even take him in PPR? I mean, you got to look. I mean, Travis Kelsey, you take him in PPR. Zach Ertz, you take him in PPR. George Kittle, you take him in PPR. Mm-hmm. Then who else would you take? In PPR? Yeah. Pro- you would probably take um, Evan Ingram. OJ Howard. You would take OJ Howard over him? I would not. Over uh, Eric Ebron? Absolutely. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, Eric, I think I'll take Eric Ebron over uh, OJ Howard and Evan Ingram. Yeah, I could agree with that. I would probably, uh, I, I'd probably only make the case probably just for Ingram because uh, they're going to use him more. I feel in this offense. Yeah, that's this year. true. That's true. That, well, that's a pickle right in there. In PPR, in PPR, not in standard. Yeah, in standard, Eric in standard, Ebron all the way. It's Aaron Eric Ebron. Yeah, over George, over George Kittle for me. Possibly, possibly Zach Ertz. And no, well, that, that's a, that's a reach with Zach Ertz, but for sure, Eric Ebron now, over George thing, Kittle, OJ Howard, Evan Ingram. Because I know I want to sure. take Eric Ebron. Yeah. I would Zach Ertz when he like but Zach Ertz. Let's say he goes like like he's, he's going in the third round. Third round, I would take yeah. somebody else hundred percent in third round because I know I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna want to get Eric Ebron. That's and what if, I would draft him. And if you have the turn on the fourth with the fifth, you could 
you could probably get uh, Eric Ebron there. Yeah. And that would be a great rally. Yeah. All right. I like that one. That was good. All right, Marchetti? Are you going to shut me up again? No. Okay. But the show's about to end. It's about to end. All right, party people. Once again, that is our show here for today. Uh, thank you, as always, for tuning in. And as always, as we say, um, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Both with the same handle now. At review BF- us. Review us. Review us. Review us. Review us. Please review us. Give us a great review. Whether you like us, whether you don't, we do not care. As long as you write the review, that'd be fantastic. And shout, you know, thanks a lot for always listening, as it is. At BFB Podcast, both on Instagram and on Twitter. Shout out once again to Progress. And members, stay tuned. There is a lot, a lot of planning. There's more planning going on to what we're going to do for the summer than it is what we're doing for these shows weekly. Because <laughs> yeah. we have a lot planned for this, and I'm really excited about a lot of, it. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of stuff cooking right now. There's right. a lot of stuff cooking. Success is nothing less, party people. Peace, BFAs. Peace.